it's no secret. It certainly will come as no surprise to know that uh, since 2015, uh, the size of the federal public service has grown. But just by how much exactly? And what are the consequences of that? Like, sure, I mean, you know, for people who work in the public service, they're gainfully employed and earning decent wages. I mean, it's good for them. I guess maybe it's better than they'd be unemployed. But there's a big cost to taxpayers of all of, you know, of all of that hiring. A new study from the uh, Montreal Economic Institute attempts to, to quantify just how big this increase has been. And then to talk about what the ramifications of all of that additional cost are. So it finds that uh, this government under Justin Trudeau has increased the size of the federal public service more than any other Canadian prime minister since 1984. You can read more at IEDM.org. Uh, joining us for more, very pleased to welcome the program here this morning, uh, Renaud Brassard, Principal Director of Communications at the Montreal Economic Institute. Uh, Renaud, great to have you with us. You're welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me. I mean, is it easy enough to to find all of this data, or you know, how do you go about determining you know how big and how much the public service has grown? Well, the, the good news is that it's relatively accessible. Uh, the uh, Treasury Board Secretariat uh, takes actually has all of this data publicly available. But the thing is that there's just so much data available from the Fed that people sometimes forget to look it up and. And essentially, what we've seen is that since Justin Trudeau took office, uh, there's there's been a 38% increase in the size of the federal bureaucracy. So we're talking about 100,000 more people. Like essentially, uh, you know, take the population of Lethbridge. Uh, that's what ha- that's what has been added to uh, the uh, federal bureaucracy since Trudeau took office. So it's it's a whole lot more people. But again, when we look at uh, the way that federal services are delivered. It's not like they're doing 40% more to help make our lives better or if services are 40% faster. So we're really wondering what has been happening that we've had such a large increase in the, in the size of the federal public service, but really very little change in the services that government gives us. Well, yeah, and that's a big question, right? I mean, if the argument is that there weren't enough people to do the work that needed to get done, that's one thing. But if we're just hiring people and then trying to think of things for them to do or inventing new jobs and new tasks for people to do, that's a little more problematic, certainly not efficient in any way. It is certainly not efficient. And and, and that's what makes us uh, say that it seems like Ottawa has lost control over the growth of this government. You know, like there, there's the, the age-old uh, saying that... Uh, Bureaucracy grows to meet the needs of the expanding bureaucracy. It really seems like it is this way. Because when we look at it, look, like, try to get your passport renewed, you're going to have very, very long wait times. Uh, try and go through customs at one of our, uh, at one of the country's airports or border, border crossings, you're going to have very long wait times. Uh, or even try to get some information from the Canada Revenue Agency, ask some questions to the, uh, the Canada Revenue Agency bureaucrats. Uh, the wait times over the phone are still just as bad as they were a couple of years ago. So things have not been getting better. There's a lot more people who are paying, and it is costing us a pretty penny. I mean, are Um, we able to determine, by the way, are are there some departments that have grown more than others? Do we know where we're seeing a lot of this growth? It's been uh, So the growth has been across the board. Uh, There's been, of course, some growth in Health Canada uh, during the pandemic. Uh, But we've also seen, like, significant growth 
in every single government department, whether we're talking about the revenue agency, foreign affairs, uh, just everywhere it's been a significant amount of new hires. So there's no like one department responsible for half the increase with two thirds of the increase. It really is spread across the board. Uh, so in terms of this government's record, now there are two numbers here. Explain the difference because um, the the number of federal employees, it says here, is 25.3% higher than it was eight years ago, but that also that there's a 37.9% increase. Um, so well, what's so, the difference there? So, and that's a, that's a really good question. Uh, the, the thing is, usually what the Trudeau government is saying is that they had to increase this uh, the number of government employees because there's just more people. So there's more people that they need to serve. Uh, but what we did is we calculated the uh, number of government employees per thousand people. So that this way we, we can account for population growth. Uh, and even with that, it's a significant growth. So when we're looking just at nominal terms, like how much has it increased, it's 38%. But when we're looking at it from a a ratio okay. of federal government employees to population, it's a 25% growth. So, again, we could expect services to be 25% better or delivered 25% faster, but that is just not happening. But it is costing us a whole lot more money. Uh, and and that's, that's the other part. Since Trudeau took office, uh, the amount of money we spend uh, to pay up federal government employees has increased by about 50%. Uh, so that's a $20 billion extra that Canadian taxpayers have to shoulder every year to pay for these salaries and benefits for all those employees. Uh, and that cannot go to, uh, back in our pockets in tax cuts or um, to other essential services such as health care. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a different ways of measuring it, but it's a big number either way. And it's interesting when you look at the comparison. So there are four other prime ministers looked at in this report. I mean, Paul Martin wasn't prime minister all that long, but Brian Mulroney, Jean Chrétien, Stephen Harper, uh, you know, it's it's a more direct comparison considering how long they were in charge. So how does the, the big number uh, from Justin Trudeau compare to those other prime ministers? So when we look at it in terms of number of government employees per uh, per thousand inhabitants, uh, every other prime minister of the last 40 years has had a, 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 a drop in this, uh, the amount of government employees per uh, per people. And part of that drop uh, would be due to higher productivity. Uh, you know, like right. we, we have a much higher use of, uh, of computers and uh, of the Internet than we did back in 1984 when Brian Mulroney became prime minister. So part of that was uh, was a drop thanks to technology. Another part was uh, thanks to the efforts to keep to get about, back to balance in the 90s. Uh, but so while every a lot of the prime ministers have had a little bit of an increase in the number, the absolute number of uh, government employees, they've all had a little bit of a, at least a little bit of a drop when we take it uh, as prisoners to population. So like with Stephen Harper, for instance, uh, he hired about 30,000 more government employees. But but when we factor in population growth, it is a 6.3% decrease in the number of government employees per thousand people. Uh, then we have, of course, Brian Mulroney when he came in, in office. That was uh, right after the Pierre Trudeau years. Uh, the government's uh, financial position was not very rosy. Uh, so there was a freeze on hiring. There were some there were some uh, some some decreases in the number of uh, civil servants. Uh, so there was a ten percent decrease at the time. That's the largest. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Paul Martin, who wasn't there for very long, also had a one percent decrease, roughly. So if, if this has been an unreasonable increase and we've got now what could be considered a bloated government, it should be relatively simple for the next government, if this government's not inclined to change course, for the next government to, to bring that number down or that ratio down. 
Absolutely, and, and that's what we're hoping for. We're hoping whether, well, in an ideal world, the Trudeau government would, starting with this next budget, start a, a review of uh, the federal workforce and try to see, you know, what part of the increase was warranted, what part wasn't, and how we can do better, ideally with less people and at a lower cost. Uh, but I got to say, I'm not holding my breath for the Trudeau government to do that sort of review. Uh, but if another party gets elected, if another party gets in power, or if there's a leadership change in the Liberals, the right thing for them to do would be to start to take a look at the side of the bureaucracy. Uh, because again, it is costing us a whole lot of money. Like that's, that's 50% increase since uh, 2015. That's about $20 billion a year. Uh, you know, if you, if we didn't have that, uh, the deficit would be halved compared to what it is today. So it's a decent amount of money. Uh, and simply going through that review uh, and asking ourselves whether or not uh, all of these jobs are as productive as they can be, if they cannot be better done by the private sector, would be the right way to uh, get the budget back to balance and make sure that uh, we respect Canadian taxpayers and the harder the dollars that they give the government. Yes, indeed. Uh, much more is mentioned, iedm.org. Uh, Renault, thanks so much for joining us here this morning. Appreciate it.